0: Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. And I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And, uh, John, do you notice anything, uh, a little different about me this week? Uh, no not
1: not not right now yet what, what's you different don't, I don't
0: look a little bit a little bit stronger uh, a little bit more yeah I, more uh, virile perhaps virile I don't even know what that means but I ah uh, John I'm fully juiced up really I got that vaccine oh my goodness I'm all, I went I went I drove my damn car down to Cal State <laughs> and. Both Johnson and Johnson, both of them, put the vaccine in. Me. That's
1: insane. I I'm so sorry, BB. I completely forgot to uh, use my supervision because I also got the vaccine, um, and of course I can detect other people who have gotten the vaccine. Now that I've yeah, gotten a yeah. dose of it, completely forgot to turn that on. Yeah, I can tell. I can. It's it's sort of emanating off of you. You definitely yeah. have it in you.
0: Yeah, they gave me, they put it in me, and I started laughing maniacally, and I said, you fools, don't you see what I have, What don't you see what you've done, I have become unto a god now, I am unkillable. What would they do if you actually said that after they stuck the needle in you, would they? (laughs) That would be pretty great, especially because it was like a National Guard member who uh, gave me the vaccine. He just shoots immediately.
1: (laughs) Immediately, he's like, oh god, bang. <laughs> you fools <laughs> um yeah I, I i'm also i honestly for the whole day after even though i need two doses of it i felt strong i felt powerful
0: yeah i felt like
1: i could do anything yeah. i uh
0: i got that one and done from johnson and, and his friend johnson and uh i've just been running down the street like knocking people <laughs> over uh i i ran right up to a cop and i was like D- try something idiot uh and he tased me and i fell over and like peed my pants but i feel like i did pretty good compared to someone else you, who might not have had the vaccine did you get covid i don't think so no that's the thing i, don't think so. I didn't die i can't be
1: killed is what i assume I can't die anymore it's over yeah yeah, it's 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 a nice life we're living, vaccinated, you know. I'm I got oh, yeah. three weeks till the second dose, but I I'm enjoying it. Not too many side effects either, just a really sore ass arm for a couple days, yeah. and it's already better today, so.
0: Yeah, Mark in the chat is asking if I had side effects. Uh I did not really. I had like a a little bit of a headache yesterday, actually, which started when I started watching Shiva Baby. <laughs> uh, but I took an ibuprofen and felt fine like an hour later. Uh, so yeah, I was I was totally fine. Yeah,
1: as far as I just had the soreness. I felt tired, but that also could have been from the fact that uh, me and my girlfriend literally like traversed the entire city yesterday. <laughs> For some reason, we just wanted to walk to like Fenway area and like see that because we hadn't explored it yet. So we're, we're yeah. just all over the place. So just tired and sore. Yeah. basically. I had
0: a little soreness in my shoulder. But again, I am sort of invincible, <laughs> kind of an unkillable demigod of a man now. Yes, so. and we all will be. And it's gonna be yeah, it's
1: gonna be nice. It's gonna be
0: very. It's nice. got we're gonna run into a bit of an incredible situation where you know once everyone's special, then no one is right. Yeah. So we're all gonna um, be able
1: to get COVID again once everyone has the vaccine, right? Yeah,
0: or they'll <laughs> bring in something new. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Well, I'm excited. Soon enough, BB, I'll, I might be able to head to LA. We can do an in person episode again. I know me and me and Mary, me and Mary want to head to LA sometime this summer. So,
0: yeah, no, that would be amazing. And uh, now that now I, I just can't believe like you literally moved to Boston. We watched one movie in the theater, I think, <laughs> yep. and then immediate COVID lockdown. Yep, pretty much. That is nuts And now me. we're finally on the other
1: end of it. It feels better to me because I'm like, well, even if I would have stayed in LA, I would have missed out time with all my friends in LA anyways because of COVID. So it makes yeah. me feel better about moving, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got... I mean, we got, a, we got a nice little indie movie gem to talk about here in Shiva Baby. Um, but first we got some... I think we both have some other movies to talk about
0: too, right? Uh... Do, I, I could probably talk about something. I haven't watched a movie, but I've been watching stuff. Hell yeah. What have you been watching? Uh, I've continued watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, which continues to be just sort of an okay thing that I watch. Uh, so something's on my TV. Um it's it's good. I like I'm so neutral on it. I like that they brought back Zemo. He does a little dance in one episode, which is fun. And then they released an hour of him dancing on YouTube because people were so into it. Uh, this show runs into a weird thing where they made sort of the bad guys too sympathetic. So now it's like, you're like, why are we fighting? Basically, the the bad guys, spoilers, slight spoilers, nothing really major. Uh, the bad guys in the show are people who have been like displaced by the whole Thanos thing. And they're like, we want, you know, homes to live in and like food to eat. <laughs> um, and they're, everyone's like, yeah, that's a good thing to want. And they're like, sometimes we blow stuff up. And so they're like, oh, then you're a terrorist organization. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's so weak. Um, <laughs> that's weird. But yeah, the other thing I want to talk about while I'm ranting about superhero garbage is the show Invincible. I actually haven't caught up on the most recent episode. Um, This is an animated series based on a comic by Robert Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead. I actually don't remember if I talked about this last week. Uh, I don't think Um, he did. Okay, well, uh, Robert Kirkman created The Walking Dead. He also wrote a superhero comic a long time ago. I read a little bit of it in college and i kind of fell off of it uh invincible feels very much like a comic made by and for teenage boys even though robert kirkman was a grown man when he wrote it uh and the show is the same it's a lot of like blood and guts and like the nerdy kid gets superpowers and now all the ladies want him and he's the coolest these it's and so the the biggest big problems i have are one there's an episode where they fight like a. a throwaway villain who's just there because he wants to blow up Mount Rushmore and they need to have an action sequence. Um, And the villain is like like an SJW type who's like, oh, you shouldn't like presidents. And he (laughs) has this one line where there's a girl character named Adam Eve and her costume is just like tight pink spandex and like short shorts. And he's like oh, you're playing into gender roles. Look what they have you wearing, that costume. And she's like, "Um, I made my costume or I designed my costume myself. And in the context of the show, you're like, okay, so she, I guess she wants to dress like that. But then if you step outside, you're like, no, a grown man wrote that line. <laughs> yep. um, like, it, you could just be like, no, the ladies want to dress sexy in my book. <laughs> they're, they're not mad about it. They want to dress like <laughs> this. You're like, okay, it. Robert Kirkman. Good old Rob um, Kirkman. Yeah. And then the other thing I want to get into is there's a character named Monster Girl. And her thing is she turns into a big green monster, but every time she does, she gets a little bit younger. Um, So her whole thing is she's actually 24, but she looks like she's like 12 or 13 or something um and now one of the adult characters it's like hinted at that he might get into a re- a relationship with her and it's like are we really gonna breach this like pedophile situation they want the anime fans they
1: want the anime it's fans. literally yeah
0: it's like oh no she's actually a 400 year old dragon <laughs> like it's like one of those things where I'm like why is this in this show like okay maybe it was in the comic and the comic came out and like mid 2000s or, or like something like that. And maybe at the time we weren't uh doing anything, but no, like this TV show was made this year. And uh Jeez. this character is like, clearly has a rapport with this girl who looks like she's 12, but it's okay. Cause she's actually 24. Jesus, um, That's hol- it, yeah. The
1: premise of this character is funny though. It's like the Hulk
0: and Benjamin button mixed. <laughs> yeah and it's like it's confusing exactly i guess she ages normally but every time she transforms into the monster and then turns back her her girl form gets younger yeah. so i guess if she waited a year she would age a year okay i don't fucking know it's such <laughs> a weird fucking thing you didn't have
1: to do this guys that's just like that's way but be- that's like better than the hulk you just like never grow old basically
0: yeah <laughs> Well, yeah. Unless you transform too many times, and then you're like a baby. Yeah, true. What happens, like, if you transform while like, you're a baby, and you just have, no, you just die? I have no <laughs> idea. Basically, they're like, oh, we have to do training regiments because there's this like Justice League type thing, and she's one of the new members, and they're like, we're gonna train three times a day, and she's like, I can't do three times a day every day because if I do that for like, you know, however a month or something, like, I'll just be a baby by the end of it, and then I'll be useless. <laughs> damn that's interesting so <laughs> invincible i honestly don't know why i'm still watching it i think it's literally just because i want to have something on and i read the first few issues of the comic so i was like whatever what's um but it's it's a weird problematic show um what? but it has a great cast i guess that's one thing i can say steven yoon is the lead voice uh... uh actor jk simmons plays the dad uh there's some other big big names um interesting I'm gonna say unless you like uh hate yourself like I do, <laughs> you don't have to watch this show. Okay.
1: Sounds good. Mark in the chat mentioned Solar Opposites season two. I didn't even know season two was already out. It yeah. felt like season one just I wasn't came out. super
0: in. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't super into Solar Opposites. Yeah, me
1: neither. I watched maybe like the first four or five episodes, didn't like it. Same. Didn't like it that much. Um what did I watch? I watched Before Sunset, which is uh, the sequel to Before Sunrise, if you haven't heard of this trilogy. And my God, it's this is just like one of the... I This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I love this movie so wow. much. Before Sunset. I It's such a short... It's an 80-minute movie, but it legit feels like it's 10... Like, I felt like I watched a YouTube video or something. Like, it feels like it's wow. 10 minutes long. It's just like one... It's like a real time. It's, it's a real time movie. If you don't know what the Before trilogy is at all, it's basically it's Richard Linklater. It's Before Sunrise and Before Sunset. I don't know Before Midnight yet, but I assume it's got the same thing going for it. It's basically just like a conversation between these two people falling in love. Um, wow! And in real time, pretty much like it's just going through the night they fall in love. Is the first one and the second one. Um, I guess I won't. I won't spoil it but yeah the second one is also them talking the whole time um and it's just one long conversation them hanging out and this one's like even more real time this one's like straight up I feel like an only only an hour and 20 minutes of their actual real life time um and it's just so good the first one's about falling in love the second one's about like missed opportunities and stuff like that I felt like I related to this one more at this time in my life I guess. Um, even though I was their age in the first one and I'm not their age in the second one, I don't know. this one's just so good it's it's Richard Linklater is a genius for this series. This is just such a good idea.
0: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what happened R- Richard Linklater spent 12 years on boyhood <laughs> and i was like i'm fucking done with that the next movie i do i'm gonna shoot in an hour and a half <laughs> yep. and then moved on to post and forget about it oh yeah dude <laughs> how about, yeah that's
1: probably exactly what he did i was looking at his after this i was looking at his like filmography and i think it's funny like how all of his movies that are like boyhood before sunset are like are really good really really well received and then he has movies like bernie and where'd you go bernadette that people just like think are pretty bad like any movie that's normal yeah. that he makes is just not that great besides school of rock school of rock's fantastic
0: oh absolutely yeah
1: um but god i just richard richard Linklater is just great i love all his all his movies but this is i think before sunset's my favorite one now it's too good all
0: right yeah i i wasn't really familiar with much link later beyond uh boyhood i actually didn't know he did school of rock until i went through your oh, stuff yeah. and checked his thing I mean, and i was like oh he did school of rock yeah it's always a surprise to, to think to see yeah he did school. i mean school
1: of rock obviously was one of my favorite movies as like a kid and never would have yeah. connected richard Linklater later to school of rock if i had to guess no uh but yeah
0: you think jack black would be in more of his movies then he's in bernie um that's Mm. the only other movie he's in with jack black should have shown up in boyhood he should have been one of the dads in boyhood would have been great would have been fantastic yeah actually one of the dads in boyhood was a musician so i feel like they just they missed opportunity totally i guess (laughs) it would be funny if jack black was one of the dads though (laughs) he was like just i
1: I read an interview he was like starting to shoot boyhood around the time of school rock i think
0: oh right i keep forgetting that like that movie he was shooting like while he was probably making other movies yeah so i guess jack black just didn't want to do both movies
1: <laughs> at the same time yeah
0: yeah who knows but yeah or you didn't want to sign up for 12 years <laughs> worth of, of movie shoots yeah that is that is rough
1: i mean ethan hawks and the before trilogy so uh clearly yeah. ethan and richard good friends um because he's also in boyhood but yeah, I yeah. would highly recommend this Before trilogy. I mean, they're all short movies. I think I'm going to I watched Before Sunrise about a year and a half ago. Um and I think I'm going to wait a year to watch Before Midnight cuz each of them come out 9 years after each other and each of them take place 9 years after each other. Oh wow. So, I kind of want to like give it like I want to give it a bit bit space, bit of space just like the release schedule kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I would recommend the trilogy. They're all short movies. They're all pretty damn good.
0: I'm going to do that with more movies now. Like, What I should have done was watch Kong Skull Island and then waited 30 years to watch Godzilla vs. <laughs> Kong. That's the key, dude. I, that's yeah, what the director said. It would have been way more immersive. That's what, uh, It
1: actually came out. Zack Snyder said uh, you should watch the and cut and then you should wait 50 years to watch the snyder cut that's sort of the key oh okay (laughs) that's the key
0: but those movies take place at exactly the same what you have to do is put them both on side by Uh, side put them on at the same
1: time i got it yeah you have to play the weed and cut at like a slower pace so that it lasts the
0: same amount of yeah either half speed or play it twice in a row and you're okay cool i like it
1: i i think snyder would agree with us right there yeah absolutely uh well that's all i watch besides shiva baby so I guess we move on to yeah. Shiva, baby, baby. I guess I guess we baby it up. We baby it up. Um, uh, general impressions for this this indie flick. Yeah, we should because no one's seen. It. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, I think this movie is great. I this is another. This relates to Before Sunset because it's another. 77 minute movie that i think uses its time very well um it takes like i feel like it took like 20 minutes for me to like really care about these characters of this movie um specifically the main character obviously these i don't know it's just a really well-written script i think is the best part of this movie there's barely a pr- I don't know. There's not that much setup at all. It, most of this movie takes place at a shiva. It's mm-hmm. it's just well, super well written that I'm able to like care about all these characters just around this like one event, basically. Like, I know nothing else yeah. about them, but I by the end of the movie, I deeply loved all these characters and cared for them. Um, and it's very. As Bibi's going to say more because he messaged me immediately after talking about how much anxiety he had, but it is it's a lot of anxiety. A lot of people saying that it's uncut gems for Jewish sluts is my favorite review of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's unfair because uncut gems is also uncut gems for Jewish yes, sluts. Yes, exactly. I was like, well, that's that's just the same same explanation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I love this. I love this freaking movie. I would highly recommend seeing it if you haven't heard of it because i don't think too many people have
0: yeah so my thing is i also think this is a really good movie um it, i was in my uh I, I like like i said i had sort of just started feeling a little bit of vaccine side effects i guess uh nothing terrible uh but i feel like i wasn't exactly in the right headspace to watch it at the time uh, and that I wasn't ready to be very stressed um, and uh, see all, all of this shit go down. But, yeah, I, I think it's really good. I uh, would say I didn't connect uh, or I wasn't necessarily like rooting for the characters until a while into the movie. Like, I reached a certain point about halfway through where I was like, wait, am I supposed to really care uh, about these people? Because I don't know if I have a good reason to. <laughs> Um, which I guess we can get in more later but overall it's you know it's a really well-directed movie because it, it had a very strong emotional impact on me to the point where I was like I could barely look at the screen for half of it um and yeah I I don't know if there's much more I can say about it without spoiling it but it's it's very much uncut gems in the sense that it's a lot of stress and what's different about it from uncut gems is it all takes place in like one house yeah it's it's exactly it's one house with a few rooms and you just move around the whole place and yet it never feels like stale like the whole thing just keeps moving yeah
1: it's it's pretty nuts that it has the same setting but they're like able to use that setting that well where you like never it's never stale. It feels like they were never even in the same place almost in, in that house. Like it feels like yeah. they used every room they could.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I saw this is actually based off of like an eight minute short film, uh, which makes perfect sense because that you like shoot in one house yeah. and this premise works as a short film. Um, so it's honestly like really impressive that they were able to blow this up to a full. I don't even know if it's technically feature-length, 77 minutes, but it's over an hour, uh, and it all works uh, just on the very simple premise. Hell yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It was all, It's also a pretty funny movie, too. Um,
0: yes. There, there's parts where I, I was laughing out loud, <laughs> um, just that, like, I guess forewarning, if... And I don't want to say this like is so specific to Jewish people that like no one else will get it. That's not true at all. Um, But it's like I did see a lot of my own family and like my own experiences in this. And I think that's part of what made me so uncomfortable because I was like, (laughs) I didn't want to be there when it was happening to me. I don't want to be here when it's happening to her. Too
1: real. Too real. Yeah. 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 Go check it out. It's for rent, and it's a cheaper price than all the twenty dollars movies right now that everyone's trying to get you to get. It's like six bucks, I think. You
0: fucking, it's it's six bucks instead of giving thirty dollars to see Raya and her (laughs) dragon friend on Disney Plus. Go check out Shiva, baby. Hell yeah, support support independent
1: artists, baby. Um, let's go to Spoiler Town though, because. there's a a lot here i don't want to spoil obviously it's a it's like go to shiva town baby
0: um where do you want to start i don't even know (laughs) i mean we can start where the movie starts which i did not expect i knew the premise of this movie was that she was a sugar baby i didn't think she was just going to be like a straight prostitute though oh yeah (laughs) um because movie starts with some fucking some disappointing fucking Um, and you're immediately skeeved out by this fucking dude. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe how much worse he got as the movie went on. Oh Yeah. He's such a, God, he's just such an ass. I, I, Mark, if you're leaving, you have to watch the movie. Yeah. Mark.
1: Um, yeah, the whole first scene. did, I I knew there was like sex somewhere in the movie at some point. So I did not expect to run out of the gate. Um, and my girlfriend just be, asked me like wait is she a prostitute like what's 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 happening like it's just yeah. such a stunning well, way to open a movie usually just like prostitution straight up
0: yeah it's it's funny because like when i was in college um i had a lot of female friends and every so often they'd be like oh we should just become sugar babies like because yeah. <laughs> you just find some dude who's who just like take you out to nice dinners and uh I don't think they ever wanted to have sex be part of it. And being a sugar baby, I don't think sex has to be part of mm-hmm. it. Which is why I partly wasn't expecting <laughs> this. But I'm like, it's easy easy money. Just find some lonely man who's got lots of money and he'll just buy you yeah. things and apparently gives her all you gotta do is hang out with him sometimes. Apparently gives
1: her a very expensive bracelet in the scene as well. Yeah. We find out later it's yeah. very
0: expensive and new. Um and yeah, the the prostitution thing was like again like he like straight up pays her for sex which i wasn't expecting that too like
1: just immediately like uh can you give me my money
0: yeah and he's almost like oh no she she probably liked it so i don't have to pay yeah exactly
1: (laughs) that's what you're always gonna you're always gonna hold out hope like no it was it was good sex right
0: oh no i was just so good at at fucking (laughs) she's gonna forget about the money maybe this time she'll be like she should pay me it's free
1: right that it was so yeah. good
0: <laughs> yeah how good would it have been if he'd be like no actually you give me money. <laughs> you Give me money. i did such a good you job you saw that right that was pretty sick <laughs> that was some those some dope gamer skills i just put sure, out i there. came quickly
1: but i felt like it was the mood right it felt like that was a, that was a new record <laughs> it was a new record exactly and you get turned on by it right <laughs> are these thoughts from insider experience maybe <laughs> they definitely are <laughs> um okay what happens i mean then we just like get to the sh- we, we
0: oh she goes she goes to
1: the shiva and meets up with her mom and dad right away which immediately
0: hilarious characters both of them yes the most jewish mom and dad <laughs> on the planet um i will say um i guess i got fairly lucky my my mom is jewish my dad is not um and it's also cuz I'm not a girl but I feel like my mom is not nearly as judgmental as most of the Jewish moms in all movies um but you you get that vibe immediately oh, yeah. yeah um i mean it, this this felt like obviously
1: i'm a, i'm not jewish but um it's still like i grew up in like a suburb where people even if they weren't jewish were moms are very much like this (laughs) where i grew up too they're very judgy
0: yeah i was thinking a lot of the ladybird mom yeah yeah which
1: true i i like i really like the mom character in this movie um i like the dad character too but i like the mom character in this movie as much as i like and i like the mom and ladybird too
0: the dad just like is a straight up idiot. Yeah. if we can be real <laughs> and he may be the dumbest man on
1: he's earth he's very dumb he's dumb and fat i just like how he's a caricature <laughs> he's like it's just yeah. the joke the whole movie is like you're fat
0: <laughs> like it's just yeah well no she's constantly like oh you have dementia and he's like maybe i do <laughs> yeah
1: and then she's like oh you're over by the dessert table eh? surprise surprise yep <laughs> yeah um, just absolutely classic. And then we're like, imme- we're also in that scene introduced to Maya. Um, yes, which the ex-girlfriend we don't know her exact relationship with my, Ma- I think this, like this whole relationship was played out very well. I think it's written yeah. super well. I think this is like one of my favorite parts of the movie is that this is there. Uh, probably because I already knew the other relationship, the sugar baby relationship was going to be here. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't expect this one to be here. Um, yeah, yeah, and just the way it plays out is very interesting because at first you think, like, at first they're set up as, like, rivals or something, almost. Like, you don't know they used to be in a relationship at all or what, yeah. what their thing is. All you know is they're, like, definitely kind of close but, like, mad at each other because their first, like, actual scene together is hilarious, by the way. And they're just, like, they're just trying to outshine each other, basically. Like, she's Maya's talking yeah. about how she's going to law school and... And uh, Danielle's just trying to defend herself and make her seem better than her. And you just think they're like childhood f- friends that are like are competing or something.
0: Yeah, well, the mom says no funny business. And I'm immediately like, well, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, true. Um, and, and then it very quickly becomes apparent like, oh, she means like don't bang yeah, this girl yeah. at this <laughs> shiva, I guess.
1: Um, yeah, th- that relationship really just interests me a ton obviously um and this is another one of the movies where I, i'm glad like more movies obviously normalize things like being there's not that many bisexual movies by the way in the first place but yeah um i like movies where the main character obviously has a is gay or bisexual or something like that but, but that's not the main focus of the movie um yes just just going going forward uh, tom said he listened
0: yeah it's to- just a it's a uh, it's an aspect of her character, and they play it out well. And it, I think it ultimately like works really well in the sense of like these two relationships she has. They're so distinct from each other, where it's like ex girlfriend who she did I guess genuinely like, but fell out with, and then like scummy fucking sugar daddy guy. Yeah, and it's um, yeah.
1: I watched like an interview with the director, which is very weird, by the way, because she's like all it's just weird that someone can make this good of a movie and be like our age and like a very young person um just like just seeing like the director is just like a normal person is cool for movies like this but she was talking about yeah they were on the podcast they were talking about like how well that those two relationships bring like balance the movie and how danielle is trying to like use both to stay in like control of the situation almost like mm-hmm. the way she, the way she like feels power is through is through sex and it's in a sexual way and I feel like she keeps like going back and forth between like her sugar, her sugar daddy and and Maya and like at one point she kisses Maya and all this stuff like it, it feels like she's just trying to like stay, keep yeah. power in both of these,
0: the yeah the whole movie ultimately feels like it's about just being like completely lost. And so desperately trying to cling to anything that makes you feel like you're in control of your life. um, And ultimately realizing that like, (laughs) doesn't exactly work that Mm way. Um, But yeah, no, I think that's a really good way of of putting it where uh, she's just keeps bouncing around to be like, how do I like maintain any kind of control? Um, Especially with all these people of all these expectations of her and like constantly Mm -hmm. asking questions um, I I feel like two things you and I can both relate to are, uh, well actually I don't know, you like does everyone in your family like really care about your weight?
1: Uh, no, actually not that many. Okay,
0: either. so I that immediately when everyone's like, oh you're so skinny uh, and all that uh, kind of stuff, like my entire life, uh, at least my one grandma has always been like you're too skinny you gotta you gotta eat more and I have to be like please no I don't want <laughs> I don't need yeah, the yeah. food um to be fair in high school i was extremely thin um but now recently i've lost like a whole bunch of weight and my parents are both like are you sure are you eating like you you (laughs) seem so thin." like oh yeah don't fucking worry about like i'm not trying like i tried to lose weight but i don't know so that immediate that part of the movie i was constantly like oh god that's true i did have like some relatives who definitely were like
1: that actually who were just like you're so skinny. Why you need to yeah. get some weight? Or
0: like when they asked her what her exact weight was and she's like, I don't know. I haven't gotten on a scale. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly.
1: Does it matter? Yeah. It's just like, so it's, I think that's one of the best parts of the movie though is all the like characters that like we don't know their names. Like all these characters that are just like hanging yeah, around. Yeah. They're just like looming there like judging everybody, every move Danielle's making. I feel like they're all just like watching. Yes. And just like, yeah. that's the most anx- anxiety rid part of the movie. It's like they're just they're just um, watching judging everything
0: it's like i think one of the we like one of the parts of the movie that i really liked that was so inconsequential was um there's something like really stressful going on she turns around and this little old lady just comes through a doorway and she's immediately just like hey and the old lady's like oh hey it's <laughs> exactly. like, just it's one of those things where you're just like oh like these all all these people like vaguely know each other Because of like some family connections, but they all like probably haven't seen each other in a long time Because it's a funeral. Like you just see people there who you're related to, but you don't actually know.
1: Which I always, even when I'm talking about it now, I forget that this is a funeral after party oh during the movie you just constantly forget it you're like
0: this someone just died and they had a funeral and we're just (laughs) and they never like get into who it is either it's just like someone and like someone there is also related to them (laughs) you know exactly so yeah Uh, i mean that's how it feels the one shiva that i really remember being to was some like uncle or something like my mom's uncle or I don't know. We all went back to someone's house, and I was like, I know I'm related to a lot of you people. I don't know any of your names or, or what's going on, yeah. but they all, I have to talk to everyone, which I'm not a fan oh, yeah, of.
1: no. I hate that. Even at, even at like, that's what I have to do at like Christmas parties all the time. I dislike yeah, that a lot. Yeah. It's like my family members that I don't, I barely know, but like we're family members, so I have to like talk to them.
0: Yeah. And now imagine that situation, but you just like came back from a cemetery.
1: Yeah. Now that'd be so much worse.
0: (laughs) Um, God. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention that would be relatable maybe to both of us is uh, people asking you when you're in college, like, what you're doing, and you're like, I could explain this for five hours, and you still wouldn't understand, (laughs) so, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, how do I explain any of this to you? Yeah,
1: I mean, I related to that big time because I, well, there was... um, because my brother was graduating from high school and I graduated from college, and we had, like, mm-hmm. a grad party for him, and that's, like, the question I kept getting, like, so what are your plans now that you're out of college, and I didn't, li- like, like, Danielle, like, I didn't have, I had interview, like, I had to legit say, like, I've got some interviews lined up, like, that's, like, I just had, I didn't get a job till like, eight months out of college, so... It's, yeah, I related to that part heavily for sure. Like everyone's just like, what are you doing? And it's just like painful because you're like, I have no clue what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, it's the same. Like for me, at least is like my major was so made up. Yeah. So they're like, oh, what are you majoring in? What are you looking to do? And I'm like, I can't <laughs> like I could tell you, but it, it would sound like Moon Man yeah. talk. It just <laughs> I, like I knew I was at least
1: like into esports and gaming, too. So I knew I wanted a job in that. So I would have to like explain yeah. that part. It was just like a whole thing.
0: Yeah, we can't all be like Tom and just go to dental school. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah,
1: exactly. Tom's just like, oh. Tom, nice.
0: Tom is like your Maya, right? Yeah, true. Because like, am be like, oh, Tom's going to be a dentist. And you're like, I'm going to make videos of Koreans who play video games really good. They're They're, they're going to they're gonna be really good. Trust me. They're really good. I'm not good at video games, <laughs> no, but, but like these guys. Like the videos, I guess. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah,
1: that made me want to be a dentist at points, Tom. I was just like, God, Tom just sits here. He just has a
0: look at people's yeah. teeth. Like, come on. Everyone, everyone goes up to Tom and like, oh, a dentist. That's so sexy. <laughs> look at my what teeth, Tom. Look at Tom. my teeth, like, Tom.
1: Oh. No one asks me. Tom's look like, at their sit teeth. on the dentist's lap. I'll look at your teeth. It's just a classic thing. that Tom would always do. Tom, Tom's
0: dental practice. Once he graduate, we're talking a lot about Tom. Who know? well he's, yeah, he's been on the, on the podcast, podcast twice, right? Okay. Yeah he he opens his dental practice and is is like, oh no, you don't get in the dentist chair. You sit on my lap. That's how <laughs> That's we do how it.
1: There's no chair. I'm the chair. <laughs> I'm the chair. <laughs> I'm, I'm the chair here. Um, I don't even have to say anything on dates. They just know I'm a dental student and start making out with me. God, so easy.
0: (laughs) Such an easy life. Uh, But anyway, talking about the movie specifically. um, Yeah, it's... uh, I want to talk about the moment the sugar daddy shows up. Because immediately you're like, this is bad. But like, it can't be that bad, right? If they're both smart enough to just shut their mouths. Um, But as soon as the wife walks in with the baby, (laughs) I audibly said out loud in my house oh no she's hot
1: (laughs) yep Um, oh no she's hot and
0: I knew that was going to be a pain point for the rest of the movie I love the conversation they have where uh, Danielle immediately is just trying to tear this woman down and it becomes very apparent like oh no she's perfect (laughs) she's she's super hot she's totally put together she runs three businesses Maya's like she's like Um, the perfect
1: she's what you want to be when you grow up she's got that mom energy um Um, (laughs) yeah that's that was immediately like i wasn't as stressed as i thought i was going to be about it i was i thought it was more like a funny premise like i thought it was funnier the more those things kept piling up but the things that really stressed me, like i think the camera work and like a bunch of like Mm. especially like the audio mixing too and having like these because like her mom is always having a conversation with someone like next to next to her next to danielle and it's just like about something random You're just like like the, it's like zooming in on danielle's face while they're like talking really loudly about something you're just like oh my god yeah this is-
0: no the the sound design i think is what really like kicks this whole thing up a notch because the camera is super good and you got like a lot of snappy mm-hmm. cuts and and really quick camera movements but like Um, I don't know about you, but one of my least favorite things to hear in the world is a baby crying. Um, (sighs) Babies crying stresses me out so much. Uh, There was a baby across the hall from me in my apartment building for a few months. I have no idea why, (laughs) um, but just for a few months, I'd hear a baby crying like every night. And I just wanted to like jump out my window. Um, So yeah, mixing that in with the parents constantly talking um, and like other people... And the things they're talking about are stressful too. Like the stuff we brought up. Like, what are you doing after school? What's your major? Yeah. Um, like, you know, you put on the they live sunglasses, and all you hear is like, "Why aren't you doing anything with your oh, life?" Yeah.
1: It's <laughs> um, right, so. It's like a, it's like the opposite of ASMR. It's like <laughs> yes, <laughs> like
0: listen to the like you put this movie on while you go to sleep if you want to just like stay up all night. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I had to take a walk after I watched this movie. It was, like, 9 p.m., and I go to bed pretty early now. Uh, I was like, there's no way I can fucking sleep. I'm going for a walk and listening to music. And so I just walked around my neighborhood for, like, an hour. This is... Uh, So you're exactly right. It was literally reverse ASMR for me. I feel like I
1: have to make a YouTube channel and I'll reverse ASMR, where I'm just, like, talking, like, your your middle school teacher or something. Just something that stresses everyone out yeah like did you do, did your, you do homework? your
0: homework and you're like oh fuck I didn't. all right like, class you did your homework <laughs> Oh, fuck. no the most stressful shit is when you copied your homework like the class before yeah. and you would like desperately hope the teacher would accept yeah, it true because i remember one time i did that and the teacher came by and looked at my homework and he was like i can't accept uh, that and i was like yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you got <so> me sad <laughs> that's
1: yeah, that's actually. Now that I realize, like, this is legit. Just reverse ASMR. Like, that, it was just them saying things to stress you out at some point. And also yeah. in the podcast, uh, they they she mentioned the baby was not supposed to cry. That was not the plan in most scenes.
0: So the baby. Cr- oh, it just kept yeah, the crying. Baby just kept crying, and then like, well, we could use it. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those situations where like the baby was the best actor yeah. in the room, like and all the other actors clearly adapted to it really yeah. well so she, it it worked entirely for the she movie she kept saying stick to the script baby and the baby was like no i got better ideas <laughs> yeah baby's like you can't confine this i i, I gotta b- bring my own self into this yeah. character you know i just like i can't connect to a baby that doesn't cry all the time
1: <laughs> that's what we do as babies
0: we cry all right so yeah. i'm gonna cry the- that, I feel like I told the story on the podcast, but it reminds me of uh, when I was in college, there was this kid who was known for being uh, really controlling on his films. And he wrote a film about uh, a kid who was like gay and coming out. But the kid who wrote the script wasn't actually gay. So another gay kid came up and he's like, hey, I rewrote the coming out scene. I think this works better. And it was literally based off of what he did when he came out to his parents. And the guy who wrote the script was like, no, that doesn't <laughs> seem right. Just like <laughs> threw it away. So I imagine it was yeah. that kind of situation. No, that's unrealistic.
1: <laughs> I would not. Yeah, I, I don't see I would that. I wouldn't trust me.
0: I'm the director. Okay, I, I feel bad if I told this story on the podcast before, but it's so funny. Uh, that movie aired and it was so bad at the screening at the end of the semester um, that people were laughing at it, even though it was supposed to be a really serious <laughs> drama about a gay kid. Um, and people were laughing so much that the guy who wrote and directed it got up at the end, screamed, fuck, (laughs) and then ran out of the theater. That's so good. It's too good, dude. Like, you can't. That's quintessential film school right there. Fuck. No. I'm done. (laughs) Just see her run out. Yeah. You just, like, stormed out and didn't come That's back. amazing. What would the
1: professor even do after that? It's just like...
0: I don't know. Well, it, the way our screenings would work is you'd have, like, a few different classes. So the auditorium was full. Um, and at that point, you'd already had your grade. Like, this was just so everyone could uh-huh. see um, what everyone in the class yeah. did. So, yeah. It was pretty incredible.
1: That's amazing. amazing. Um, what else happened to this? I, there's just so many... I mean, there's a scene where they bring her over to talk to her, talk to her sugar daddy's wife.
0: Yeah, that was immediately just wildly yeah. uncomfortable. And they're like all trying to get her I a know. job with those like. Oh,
1: you could babysit for me. She's like, yeah, no, I don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's. I think that scene is so clever because all the pieces just fall into place perfectly. Like, all the lies and everything that doesn't work is, like, she lies to her parents about being a babysitter. She's actually a prostitute. (laughs) Now it's like, oh, we need a babysitter. Like, oh, she's banging your husband. (laughs) And then, like... (laughs) Uh, oh she needs a job and like well i can offer you a job at one of my three businesses and she's like no, oh my god I, I don't really want that everything just like perfectly stacks on top of itself to the point where like no reasonable person would say no but because danielle's caught in all these lies she has to like keep just, making excuses it's so
1: genius too because everything like keeps paying off like that and then it ends with the bracelet too like everything every, you're just like yes. so stressed because you're like everything is going so awfully like she's just like no, i know she's like yeah you guys got me this bracelet for like high school graduation she's like really did you like just graduate because this bracelet just just came out i just bought it
0: (laughs) yeah um or the the husband bought it because he just i guess buys all his sugar babies that bracelet um um that was the other thing where they flipped the script so perfectly like danielle's the sugar baby for the husband the husband is basically a sugar baby for the wife because he doesn't like work and she really says, like, oh, he always takes all his friends out to expensive yeah. restaurants. And it's like, not his friends. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's almost like the the husband has, like, the same problem Danielle yeah. has where, like, he wants control. And so the way he does that is he pays women to, like, control yeah. them. Because uh, his wife is, like, basically dominates him at every yeah. other, like, facet That's of life.
1: too. Um, it never feels like he's as stressed as Danielle is, but we're never like looking at it from his perspective, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's I mean his life is basically over by the end of that fucking
1: movie. I mean you
0: assume the wife has an idea. Definitely like
1: that last scene with her and Danielle, like
0: it just felt like she knew almost. Yeah. Um Uh well Danielle literally like says I'm sorry to her at one point, right? yeah it feels like she
1: definitely knows by the end of the movie even though it's never explicitly said it feels like yeah, yeah she knows and she like sees her phone too it just feels like she knows
0: yeah um what else happens she tries to suck his oh, dick oh yeah she tries to suck his dick she's, she's very overtly sexual to yeah. this man in this movie sending, sending nudes. nudes trying to suck his dick uh, yeah because as soon as she did that i was like oh she's just gonna ruin his life because he's gonna get a titty picture on his phone the wife is gonna see but that doesn't totally happen no, it's
1: just his phone go keeps going off and he like keeps having to like hide it
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um but then he said he says no he says no to the dick sucking
0: yeah he doesn't want it which is probably the yeah, right probably, move. <laughs> probably um, the right move i'll give him points yeah, for that he- he gets that make a smart move there don't get
1: a blow job from someone else in the same house as your wife usually
0: (laughs) yeah good job (laughs) good job there
1: um yeah that at that point like i feel like she tries to suck his dick that doesn't work out and then she like finds maya and makes out with her like she's just trying to like yeah that
0: one felt a little strange because uh that felt like they're getting back together but then she immediately goes back in the house this is actually one thing i find extremely relatable and also kind of frustrating about the movie um so when danielle is like mom can we please leave and she's like yeah we can go soon if you can pull your father out of whatever <laughs> conversation and i was like i have had so that many conversation times dude. same here four hundred thousand times here. in my fucking life <laughs> Um, it's it's reversed though Usually I go to my dad and I was like I want to leave now And they're like well your mom's still talking to people Can, we, <laughs> can you pull her away and ah, No I can't so we have to stay For like another two yeah. hours And that's what happens in this yeah. movie She's like okay we're going to leave now And then they stay for like so much yeah, longer
1: That's I can relate to that So badly at
0: Christmas parties Whatever yeah. I'm just like can we please go now Mom like <laughs> yeah. No we gotta wait Yeah um, it's, and it's always that condition. Like, if you can get your mother out yeah. of the conversation, then we can. And you're like, you know, that's not <laughs> I can't do happen. that
1: shit. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. And at one point, she like has to go up to her mother like, "Can we please go?" She's like, "We're we're in front of the rabbi. They'll be like rude." Like, uh, um, yeah. But yeah, and then my like, it seems like her and Maya are gonna get back together. And then Maya finds her phone, finds out she's a sugar baby, <laughs> just weirded out by it, not accepting of it. Yep. So she's at this point, everyone's pissed off by her, and then Maya like leaves her phone, some like hides her fucking phone.
0: Yeah, that was also confusing to me. I was, I was like, why? Like, geez, why you are you do so that? pissed off? I feel like she wouldn't be that pissed off about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, the that was the thing it was like she she makes out with Maya, and then all this other stuff happens. And I was like, I feel like at this point, if I were Danielle, even if I couldn't physically leave, because it seemed like she came there with without yeah, her parents. Definitely did so like at that point I would just tell my parents like I'm driving home now <laughs> um, but no she continues to stay and subject herself to this awfulness yeah, to the pain um, yeah which seems like the worst fucking move yeah definitely
1: um, <laughs> I mean it
0: ends with like
1: it ends with her sugar daddy breaking it off and then just like a ter- terribly terribly anxiety ridden scene where like where the wife like has her phone and it's just like oh i found your phone and it's just like can you can you like just hold my baby for a second and daniel's like
0: oh no. yeah she's like you're a babysitter you can hold a baby she's like i she's don't usually like, work no. with, them,
1: with these, they're this young <laughs>
0: like i'm like there it finally is like
1: i was thinking of that excuse this whole time i was just like just say you don't work with babies <laughs> just say you
0: haven't babysat like a yeah. tiny baby before that nah, doesn't. She has the whole. I mean that again. That whole thing is like shouldn't be stressful, but the because of like how well this movie's yeah, directed. That's true. That moment, you're like, don't make her stop. Don't hold the baby. <laughs> that baby is is everything that's wrong with the world. <laughs> don't, don't touch, touch the it. baby.
1: All right, get away from it. Yeah, um, and even like even her sugar daddy comes up at some point. It's just like, Here, no I, We can. I, she doesn't have to hold it. Like She's even trying to like make sure Danielle doesn't have to hold the baby. <laughs> it's just like a mess. So and yeah. then she knocks over the ashes, mate? What'd she knock over?
0: Uh, it looked like a, some kind of vase. I actually looked away from the screen, so I didn't exactly see what shattered. Um, I don't think it was the ashes. It was a vase with flowers for yeah, sure. It was flowers. Um, there are no ashes okay. at a Jew- Jewish funeral. Uh, Jews get buried in a pine Got box. It. Um, but there i do think you get like a special candle when someone dies and you like burn it on like year anniversaries of mm. the death so maybe that was in there i i'd have to watch it again yeah. but if that shattered i could see that being a whatever big deal. it was
1: it was a big deal because everyone was yeah well she <laughs>
0: says like what did she say that's like seven years of yeah, yeah. something seven years of something uh, penance yeah, yeah, or something, yeah, something like, like that because like obviously no jewish hell yeah um but the scene that really broke me was the scene when the flowers or the vase breaks and as an extension Danielle breaks um and expresses a lot of feelings that I've definitely felt in my life before. Where she's like I don't know what I'm fucking doing like it's basically like all her attempts to stay in control just completely fall out and she realizes like she's not in control she's never been um and she has to like come to that sort of come to terms with that. Oh yeah. Um, and the idea was just like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I, I thought I had a plan, and like clearly mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, it's it sucked watching yeah. that. Um, but it's so well acted, and the mother does such a great job. Uh, like she really does feel like a mom in that situation. Definitely. Um,
1: yeah, that's one of my favorite scenes.
0: Yeah. So it's it's that was the scene in the movie where I I got it. Like, it took me a while to get there. And again, I was like, Danielle, to me, didn't feel like the most, the best person. She was, like, clearly a very deeply human person. But watching it, I was like, I don't know if I'm really, like, gonna root for her or, like, how I should feel about her. Because, like, if she just hadn't been a prostitute, like, this probably wouldn't. Not that there's anything wrong with sex work, but it's, um... It it was just, like, she seemed to have been making a lot of bad choices and this was a culmination of all those bad choices yeah. um but yeah once we get to this last scene it, it started it made sense to me and i was like okay i get what this movie's about and it's it's doing that thing really yeah, yeah well. definitely
1: um and i think she's just relatable in that aspect and that's something i have obviously freaked out like not there's been so many times in my life where i've been like what the fuck am i doing um like i I have no clue what's going
0: on and i felt like i had no control yeah um the the only thing that would have made that scene more realistic is if she had said like i should have been a dentist (laughs) exactly and tom was in the corner like you should have making out with a chick tom's in the corner (laughs) counting his fat stacks of dentist money
1: um Mm. and then of course the movie ends up (laughs) the perfect way for this movie to end like just like such an awkward (laughs) entering of like (laughs) all these people getting into a van
0: together (laughs) it's just so awkward it's it's the worst it's (laughs) genuinely this is why i say the dad is the dumbest person on earth um because like clearly everyone's uncomfortable and he's just not picking up on it i do want to put some blame on the um my mic is echoey. Uh, whatever. We'll fix it at least. Uh I do want to put some blame on the married family uh, or the the sugar daddy and the wife because, like, okay, you get in the van because the dad keeps saying get in the van. But, like, once he's immediately, like, oh, shit, I forgot my phone or whatever, that's the part, point where you say, oh, no, actually, let's just get a car. Like, we can't wait yeah. anymore. That's what any person would do but no they stayed in that car they they wanted the pain i know i i i could feel like i'm i feel like i'm also that
1: polite where i would just stay in the car at that point like i feel like i'm too polite i just think oh okay yeah i guess i'll follow along with whatever you want
0: (laughs) yeah and of course the movie ends with with baby crying over the title card i was like bastards (laughs) you couldn't let me you you had to take it all the way to the end and the, t- the
1: title's genius. It, it relates to many things. She's a sugar baby. There is a Shiva baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a baby at a Shiva, and they even say like, "Who brings a baby yeah, to a Shiva?" Exactly. Uh, but yeah,
1: God, this movie is great, and it's short, so I feel like I definitely want to watch it again
0: soon. It just—it's short. It. Oh, I texted John. It felt like a hundred years <laughs> to me. I, I this is not something I would watch again for a while whereas like when we make the uncut gems comparison that movie is oh, like yeah, two hours lovely. and however long um, but that one's like fun it's stressful but the whole time I'm like yeah like, <laughs> it's like a ride you it's know like... how he fucks something up and you're like oh yeah, how's he gonna get out like this it's more like a roller one? coaster
1: ride or something like that this is like yeah
0: whereas this movie something bad <laughs> happens and you're like please leave <laughs> like it's like if I was watching Uncut Gems and Howie loses the gems, and you're like, you know what? Howie just stops. Like, just, just stop. stop
1: doing all this, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would. I God, I would recommend it. I, I think it's good.
0: Yeah, watch it once and never again, <laughs> unless you're me. I have a high pain tolerance. Uh, unless you're if John.
1: You're, if you're Bill, how do you say Bill's Bill Meyer?
0: Bill Mayer. What's his name? Bill, Bill Maher.
1: Maher. I don't. I've never
0: heard his last yeah. name out loud. <laughs> oh, I've I've heard it. Yeah, it's Bill Maher. Maher. Yeah, Bill Maher famously over the weekend said that the Oscars are bad because they only picked movies that made him feel bad. <laughs> um, and he was like, "Where are the fun movies? Why uh, 2020 was so sad. Why can't we have a fun movie at the Oscars?" <laughs> Did he
1: like s- say specifically? I only watched like a bit, a, a bit of that video. Did he ever say specific no, movies? It, it,
0: it was basically, he said, like, uh, that the movies they picked were too sad and that we we needed, like, more levity or something. Um, essentially, he was saying, stop making art and make <laughs> uh, things that make me Bill Maher smile, which I assume is nothing because yeah. he's I Bill mean, Maher. He, I
1: assume he doesn't like Marvel movies. Like, I feel like
0: if he did, he would appreciate he might. those. Maybe. I have no clue. <laughs> Do you know Bill Maher's stick? He's like... Oh, I don't know that well. I think he's like a liberal-ish, but he's like a boomer kind of guy. So he's like... There's a big Bill Maher billboard near my apartment that says like, can't cancel this or some shit like that. <laughs> um, so I don't know. He's he's dumb and he hates movies that make him Time's sad. That's right. Palm
1: Springs is fun. It's definitely fun.
0: Yeah. Um, um, also, Godzilla vs. Kong just came out. Although, I guess uh, that's not this yeah, year's. Yeah, I guess he was Oscar.
1: specifically talking about movies nominated for this year's Best Picture, maybe? Yeah. Which.
0: I don't fucking uh, know. He saw Minari yeah. and was like, there's no fun to be had no in this fun. movie. Not that for movie me, Bill That movie is definitely fun. That movie has funny you know? moments. I would not call it a fun movie. I,
1: I enjoyed it the second time around more than the first, I guess, but. Yeah, I agree. There are definitely a lot of depressing movies this year, for sure. But there, there are they all aren't completely like Judas and the Black Messiah. I think has some very fun, entertaining moments that it, it ends very sad. But yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's some fun movies this year. That's why we need. I think he was saying we need another round to be best picture nominated, right?
0: Yeah, Bill Maher watched the biggies and he's like, <laughs> "These guys got, <laughs> got, it, got right. it right."
1: Right, Martin Scorsese award for cinematic excellence this is the true Oscar yeah
0: this is the real award show it's fucked up he didn't shout us out I feel like he was just dancing around talking about the biggies and he wouldn't actually do it fucked up pretty fucked
1: up yeah all right well I I got nothing else to say about Shiva baby
0: yeah we're we got more movies coming up because like I said the the juice is in me (laughs) um But until next time, stay big, you beautiful people.